Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Gaining a Brother. Even within the body of Christ, at times we can find ourselves at odds with another person. Today's message outlines biblical principles for dealing with conflict, especially when we are offended by someone else. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Be careful. Watch for unkindness on social media. Hey, and folks, most of your thoughts are not worth publishing. You say, where do you get that, preacher? The whole book of Proverbs, all 31 chapters will tell you most of what's rattling around between your ears is not fit for public consumption. But now we have this this venue. And so we, we need to be careful, folks. God says in Matthew 18, go to that brother alone. God, here's another thing, too. Uh, notice that God puts the burden of this on the offended, not the offender. Now, you say, why is that? Why is that? Well, more often than not, the offender doesn't realize that he offended. The offended guy is the one that figures there's something wrong here. And, and then the next thing is, is be straightforward. Don't play charades with the offender. Again, he may not know he offended you. In other words, don't be leaving clues that the offender should understand. Aren't we all from time to time just clueless? You know, time to time, we just, I mean, isn't that what the gals say about us guys? Insensitive and clueless? Okay. Well, if somebody did something and it's worth addressing and it's worth the time and effort to go eyeball to eyeball and deal with, then be straightforward about what the problem really is. The Christian life is not for sissies. Look at verse 15 again, between him and thee alone. Uh, folks, I've actually had this happen, and, and I'm going to keep this anonymous. Years ago, you say, how many? I'm not telling you. But years ago, uh, a guy got mad and left the church like, like happens sometimes. And like happens sometimes, he wasn't happy to leave alone. He wanted to take some other people with him. And I found out later, the guy never one time came to me and talked to me about what his gripes were. And believe me, if you've, if you've got a gripe, if you've got a problem, now if you're just a chronic grouser, that's something else. But I've had more than one person come into my office and say, preacher, why are we doing this? Or why did you do that? And when they asked the question, I thought, that's a good question. Why are we? And sometimes some of the biggest improvements have been made on the back of a conversation like that. So I, I welcome that. My door is open. But I found out later on, this guy was telling people, I said this to the preacher and he didn't listen. And I, and I, and I brought him this problem and, and this concern and that concern. And, and the guy had never talked to me one time. Now, there's only one of two possibilities here, folks. Number one, he's just a liar. The other possibility, and, and you've got to consider this, he may have dreamed we had these conversations. And, and did you ever have a dream and, you have the, and it's so real to you? 
Maybe he didn't realize that even though I was in the dream, I didn't know what I said in the dream. You know, you get reaching sometimes. Hey, give the person the courtesy of going to them. Give them a chance to answer. You know what I find out more often than not? When we got a problem with somebody, more often than not, it's a misunderstanding. And again, we got to be willing to go into a situation seriously entertaining the possibility that I could be wrong or I could share part of the blame. The goal here isn't winning an argument. It's, it's verse 15. It's gaining a brother. Take your Bibles and go to Proverbs 25. Proverbs 25. While you're turning there, some of you will relate to this. Some of you are old enough to relate to this. But in the early 1980s, Patty Davis was passionately opposed to the buildup of nuclear arms. She constantly spoke at rallies criticizing the nuclear arms policies of the Reagan administration. The main difference between Patty and the other demonstrators was that Ronald Reagan was her father. How many of you remember Patty Davis in those days? Her mother was appalled at Patty's actions because she felt they were a personal attack on her father. But as long as she was respectful and civil, her father didn't mind Patty publicly expressing her views. Actually, I think Reagan did. He was just taking the high road. Writing about her father in the January 12, uh, 2012 issue of Town and Country, Patty admits she chose the more militant, in-your-face approach instead. She frequently told the media it wasn't personal, but today she realizes that her actions spoke louder than her words. While Patty was demonstrating for world peace, she now admits that she was also a child railing against a parent. Nothing more. I was at war with my father. One of her biggest regrets was turning her father down every time he wanted to sit down and talk with her about life. And folks, that's the other side of it. I, I think we have to ask ourselves the question sometimes, how approachable am I? How approachable am I? She would always tell him, I already know your side. She admits her refusals to talk wounded him. She also expressed regret for participating in anti-nuclear rally in 1982 at the Rose Bowl with 100,000 people in attendance. Just before she came to the podium to speak, the entire audience was chanting, get a new president. Every fiber of her being told her to walk away, but she gave the speech anyway. Looking back, she admits no one remembered her speech, only that when she came on stage, when 100,000 people were calling for her father to resign. Later in life, after her father had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, she said, I would look into my father's eyes and try to reach past the murkiness of Alzheimer's with my words my apology, hoping that his heart, in his heart he heard me and understood. Patty Davis concludes her article, I wish that now, all these years ago, I had led with kindness, not with ideological stridency. We are, after all, remembered in the end for how we treat others. Sometimes the political has to be tempered by the personal. How sad. How sad. Proverbs 25. Proverbs 25 and verse 9. Proverbs 25, verse 9. Debate thy cause with thy neighbor himself and discover not a secret to another. 
lest he that heareth it put thee to shame, and thine infamy turn not away. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. As an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold, so is a wise reprover upon an obedient ear. The goal is to gain our brother, not to win an argument. Let's take a couple minutes as we conclude and talk about how God forgives. God forgives on a covenant basis in the person of Christ. God forgives graciously. No groveling required. Isn't God gracious when he responds to even some of our weakest overtures? And he forgives on the basis of promise. When he forgives, it does not get brought up again. I'm so, I, I'm so impressed with Hebrews chapter 11 in that regard. You read Hebrews chapter 11, you, you, would, you would think David, Moses, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Samson for that matter, were perfect. And yet we read the rest of the Bible from Genesis to Malachi, and we see, we see adultery, we see murder, we, we see failure over and over and over again. We see families with gross dysfunction. But when you get to Hebrews chapter 11, when it's all said and done, that's a picture to me of how God forgives. And you look at those folks in Hebrews 11, and you would think they had never committed a sin. Heroes of the faith. Heroes of the faith. A modern fable has it that there were two brothers. They lived on adjoining farms, but they had a deep quarrel. They had often shared their resources, but that practice had stopped, and there was nothing left between them but bitterness. One morning, one of the brothers, John, answered a knock at his door. It was a carpenter. The carpenter asked if there was any work that he could do. John said there was something he could do. He took the carpenter to where the two properties met and showed him how the other brother had taken a bulldozer and created a creek where the meadow used to be. John said, I know he did this to make me angry, and I want you to help me get even by building a big fence so I won't have to see him or his property ever again. So the carpenter worked hard all day. When he reported back to John, John noticed that there was no fence. The carpenter had used his skill to build a bridge over the creek instead of a fence. John's brother saw the bridge and was quite moved that his brother would do such a thing. The two brothers met in the middle and embraced. They saw the carpenter packing his tools and asked him to stay a while and do more work. The carpenter replied, I'm sorry, but I have other uh, bridges to build. The question is left to us tonight, does he have one to build in our lives? We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Gaining a Brother. Not only does the Bible tell us that it is impossible, but that offenses will come, God's Word also gives us a blueprint for resolving a problem between brothers and sisters in Christ. In today's message, Pastor DeMichael takes us through the biblical recipe for resolving conflict with the ultimate goal of reconciliation. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. 
Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.